I was really proud of all of you yesterday when I did the read aloud on patrol. What I noticed is that you were really good about talking to each other and listening carefully and showing respect. I also have to commend you for those tiny details that you were able to pick up uh, that otherwise most people would just read over. It's those tiny details that tell us who that protagonist really is, and it shows us what kind of person he or she is and why. Those tiny details also help us understand what's going on with the historical world in which a story is told. So I want you to think for a moment about whether your first instinct when you were reading your story last night was to think about the storyline of your main character, which is your protagonist, or while you were reading last night, were you thinking more about the larger events occurring in the world of your story? Think about that for a minute. It really depends on what your brain was doing at the time. I'm asking you to think about whether you tend to be a big picture kind of thinker or kind of like a character storyline kind of reader. Because either way, it doesn't matter. When you read historical fiction, it's important to remember to push yourself to keep doing both of those things. Keeping track of your protagonist and also keeping track of the history that your protagonist is immersed in. It's like you're reading two different stories. You're reading the history story, but you're also reading the character story. And so one of the things that good readers do when they're reading historical fiction is that they make two timelines as you read. Now a timeline, if you recall, is a line that records time, obviously. And your timelines, one timeline would be your protagonist timeline, your main character. And the other timeline would be the historical timeline. And they would be parallel to each other. So today I want you to think about, as you read your book, you're going to make those two timelines. I'll model it for you in class today. And you'll make a personal one, which is the protagonist timeline. And then below that, you'll make a historical timeline. You'll add on to both ends of those timelines. So you'll learn about new things that are happening in the evolving present of the book, but you also learn the backstory, all the background details of both the people and the situation as you're reading it. So some of you know the, the book Number of the Stars. So on the very first page of that book, three girls are racing down the street in Copenhagen. And suddenly German soldiers who are on the street call out, HALT! Now as you read on, if you were reading the story, you'd follow the sequence of events and those characters' timelines. The girls stop. One of them, the Jewish girl, is especially nervous. The girls soon arrive home and they tell their parents about their encounter. Now as a reader, if you were reading the story, you're probably making a little timeline in your mind about the events of the characters' lives. But you could also add the unfolding events into the right side of the character's personal timeline. So what I want you to think about today 
precisely is this. I want you to think about how you can dive into your novel and with your reading today, which you'll have about a half an hour, and you're probably going to read 20 to 30 pages today in class. I want you to push yourself to read at least that many pages, 20 to 30. As you read today, I want you to keep in mind that readers of historical fiction aren't just reading along on autopilot, right? They're not just reading, chilling, eating their snack, right? What really good readers of historical fiction do, they actually do some deep thinking, they record some details, and they create charts themselves to help them understand what's going on with their character and what's going on with the history that the character is suddenly immersed in. So, today, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about how the characters are immersed in a different time. And I want you to try making two timelines of events. Now, obviously, you won't be able to complete all the events in the timeline because you were very at the very beginning of your story. But what you'll end up doing is you'll end up recording what the characters' events are, and then you'll see the historical events, and it might help you come to some really deep connections about the characters' choices, how the character feels, and maybe you could also make some predictions by recording on this type of timeline. So, uh, for homework tonight, you and your group will decide how many pages to read. Again, no more than 30 pages. Um, if you're concerned about the amount of pages that you and your group have decided, please come and talk to me so I can help you make those decisions that are best for you as readers. But tonight, what I want you to do is continue reading your novel um, and continue doing the important work that you need to be doing. I want you to set up that page on your reader's notebook. You can use Book Creator if that's going to be helpful or you can use what you've been using in the past. I want you to do some quick jottings as you read. Right? Use the Book Creator uh, thinking uh, to help you or you could use it maybe a timeline. Make sure you label your reader's notebook. There's no right or wrong way to create a reader's notebook but it is important to remember that your reader's notebook is is a record of your thinking. And you need that record of your thinking so that you can have a really good discussion on Friday. So if tonight you're thinking about the timeline of your protagonist's life, you might make a timeline. And if you're wondering like how history intersects with that protagonist timeline, right? You might layer that historical timeline underneath and consider how history is impacting your character. It's the more important work to be doing right now is to be making, uh, let's say, a family tree of all your characters in your book because maybe you're confused. You have so many characters and you can't keep track of them. Then make a family tree of your characters and maybe some growing theories about secondary characters. But be prepared to show your reader's notebook to your book club on Friday. And make sure that you remember to record pages so that you can all turn to that page 
if there's a question you want to ask, everyone can turn that page and you won't have any wasted time. But I want to reiterate to you that you all are really impressing me. I was really impressed with today's Read Aloud, and I look forward to conferencing with you tomorrow um, while you have your 30 minutes of reading in um, ELA. Good job.